0: Hey, y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we're going to talk about licorice pizza, being the Ricardos and the lost daughter. With me, as always, is my wonderful co host, Adrian McMillan. We should talk about landscapers. And landscapers. You're right. (laughs) And I'm sure other things that we've watched separately. Yes. How's your life? Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. How do you feel?
1: Undifferent. Indifferent.
0: What was the peak? uh, Let's not do a pit, just because let's keep it positive. What was the peak of your holiday season? Or you can name more than one.
1: We had delicious food. That's a good peak.
0: We had fondue
1: on New Year's. We had delicious rib roast on Christmas.
0: And we got good gifts. What did you dip in the fondue?
1: Are you ready? Yeah. Bread. Mm -hmm. Potatoes. Okay. Um, Chicken and apple sausage. Apples. And there was one other thing now I can't think of. Yum. A Broccoli. Yum. It was good. I didn't really know how to use the fondue thing, so it got, like, really hot towards the end. Uh-huh. But next time I know.
0: Now, do you buy a little can yeah. that lights up? What are those things called? It was, like, fuel. Like,
1: instant fuel
0: is what yeah. it was called. But I got one on Amazon originally,
1: and I thought, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. So then I went to Smart and Final, and they had some. And so I just ended up using the one from Amazon, because it was the same exact thing.
0: Yeah. So now you have one for the next time. Six of them. Oh, you're ready for six
1: fondue Yeah, nights. they're technically too big. The ones that I have are for, like, um, like buffets. Like a catering tray. Exactly. Uh-huh. The ones that you're supposed to use with this are, like, little packs. Like, almost like it looks like a branch dip. <laughs> and they last, like, an hour. Like a tea light. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to use a sea light, but it said that it wouldn't stay hot enough.
0: Yeah. But it was nice. It worked well. I burnt my thumb to death trying to light a candle when I was home. Oh my god! Because it was like a three, it had three wicks. Mm. So I turned it to the side because mm. we had a lighter, like we're smokers, like not like a lighting stick. Like we had like a like a little. We like, have those. A bit, yeah. You're not smoking. No, Parker went and got it from the gas station because the stick lighter went out. Oh, and it was Christmas, and we wanted to light our perfect Christmas candle mm. from Bath and Body Works. Mm. <laughs> The perfect Christmas, which is the best smelling candle. It makes Oops. your whole house smell like Christmas. Wow. Um. Anyway, what about you? Um. The peak was family time. Was always nice. Yeah. I'll tell you a pit that's not really negative. We went to a really nice dinner for my dad's retirement, and my cousin. They we had got we, it was a steak place. Mm. They didn't tell us we were going there till we were in the car. Mm-hmm. Well, the, what do you call it? We had had steak the night before. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I don't want to order steak again. So, you know, I love fish. Mm -hmm. So I ordered some type of fish. It wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I got a free, nice meal. And I got the fish. What is wrong with me? They have steakhouses in Hillsborough? No, this is in Chapel Hill. They do have steakhouses in Hillsborough. They used to have Okanichi Steakhouse, which Ooh. was like up on the hill, but I think they closed that. Wow. It's not. It was just okay though, but that's where like people went for like their Christmas parties. That's nice. It's not that nice. You would roll. You would be like, "What is this?" No. I, don't I know. keep hitting the table. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, but yeah, good food, good gifts, good friends. Not really, because everybody had COVID. I don't know. While you were at dinner? No. Okay, you sitting in here with my house. I'm saying the people that I didn't get to see while I was home. You didn't say that. I told you yesterday I didn't get to see as many people. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right here. Um, no, knock on wood. I don't want to bang on the table, but you know, my sentiment is the same. Also, something I learned yesterday, last night when I was scrolling through TikTok till 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm. You know that song, A, B, C, D, E, F, U? Yes. That was a plug. Like, that was a plant. I believe it. So that girl who sings it, Gail. Yeah. (laughs) Who I watched on Jimmy Fallon. She was great. God bless her. She, the song is so catchy, so Mm. fun. And of course, I am like, this is amazing. She got an idea to write a song from Mm. a comment on TikTok, and it blew up. Like, how fun. The comment, if you click on it, is to some like fake account. Mm-hmm. And the guy, some guy like looked up the person whose name was on the account, and it's a person who works at Virgin Records. That mm-hmm. girl was already signed to Virgin Records before that even happened. Of course. <gasps> Nothing is real. Nothing. I know, but I. Danielle. I'm sorry. I, like, I guess I'm five in my mind. Like, I still want to believe in magic. Mm-mm. Nothing's real. It's just, but she's. I mean, the song is fun. And she's great. So like, it doesn't take away from that. But like, yeah, I just thought, oh, how like, how cool. Mm, it's all a lie. We should have known better. We should, yeah, should have known, should have yeah. known. Okay, um, before we get into these things, do you want to talk about the few things that you watched independently of me, aka The Matrix and that sci-fi show on HBO Max? The Matrix Resurrection is, well, honestly, just ridiculous. I, you're going to roll your eyes so hard if you go see it. I think I'm going to go this week sometime.
1: Is it still playing?
0: The Matrix does not close after a week. It's not Tammy Faye. Which I couldn't go see literally one week later <laughs> with Alana. Yeah,
1: I mean, it was fun. It just really doesn't make any sense to me. But it is cool like to see them all in the world again, and the characters... But parts of it really looked like they like use like a weird f- frame rate, you know, mm-hmm. where it kind of looks like a soap opera. Uh huh. Not good. Do you think they'll make another one? Maybe in the same world, but not with those people. Yeah. I could think it can definitely expand on it. Of course, it's the Matrix.
0: Did it make a lot of money? No, Patrick said it flopped, and of course, it was on HUM as well. Exactly. Um, and what about the other? Is it Station 11? I keep wanting to say Station 19, which is that show on, like, ABC. Right. That's what Patrick was saying Mm -hmm. before it started. Yeah,
1: Station 11 is, like, a... I I keep saying sci-fi, but it's not really sci-fi. It's a drama. It just has sci-fi elements to it because it's, like, the end of the world. Okay. Because it starts with a flu, just like COVID, but it kills 99% of the world. Like, everybody who gets it dies, basically. Okay. And so it's basically about a girl... This actress, she's like 10 years old or 11 years old, who ends up getting stuck with this guy who was at the play as the world starts collapsing around them, and they get stuck together for like 20 years. It's fascinating.
0: Maybe it's I so, will watch it's it. It's so
1: good. It is so good.
0: How many episodes in is it? I think it's only 10. Okay. And the next, the
1: next one's the last one, so this week is the final, is the finale, and it's just a limited series the allegedly no other season's. But it's really, really good. Just like landscapers, nobody is talking about this. There's like little bits and pieces on Twitter that I've seen, which is more than landscapers even got. Yeah. But Station Eleven, I mean, it's just like, it's really beautifully made. It's sad. They have like all these different stories, and they're all like interwining with one another, intertwining. It's great. Okay. And everybody's good. And it has the guy from yesterday in it, Hamish Patel. Who was great in that? Yes, and it has some other little people here
0: and there that you would recognize. Okay, what's well, on HBO? Exactly. In Sex and the City, did you think it was weird that Jonathan Groff was just in the episode? Nah, because
1: I mean, Sex and the City was known for having like bit parts like that.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. I was just like, how wild? Yeah. Um. First, I'm also so glad you love that. You're like the only. F- I mean, other people like it, but I just feel like people are really trying to like hate watch it. No, I, I, I mean know. it's definitely cringe. Yeah, but it's good. But as I tell everybody in every conversation I've had, it is Sex in the City. It's not Schindler's List. So right. like we only like it's not that it's not that deep. It right. is Carrie Bradshaw right. with her Carrie necklace yeah. and her shoes. Like it just isn't we're putting I think yeah too much weight on it yeah it's like it was it's a great show but like it, you know what I mean I do know what you it mean. isn't that it's not that deep no it's not a drama no it's a it's a comedy about girls women in their 30s having 50s, sex in yeah. New York yeah like it's supposed to be a little fun and fluffy yeah you're right um Anyway, I'll defend it to the end. I have no, I have such blinders on for that show. It's like Kelly. I, I can't hear criticism. <laughs> I do, and I accept it, and I see it, but like, <laughs> except not about Kelly. I see no criticism. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with any of it. When people try to have like real debates with me about her, I'm like, next. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Yellow Jackets, I really do think you should watch. I don't think I will. I know you won't, but I'm telling you, I think you would love it
1: eh it just
0: doesn't appeal to me in any just like euphoria doesn't appeal to me this doesn't appeal that to comes me. back today I know Yellow Jackets again like we've started to talk about more and more aka I've said it over and over is like it is something we've never seen before that alone makes it worth watching mm. you're like I don't care maybe I will and also Melanie Linsky yeah she's good who's so good <clears throat> um Anything else you watched separately of me? Not that I can think of. I started that Sex Lives of College Girls, that Mindy Kaling show. I ain't watching that. That's not for you. It's not for you either. But you watched uh, the other two, some of it with Patrick. One episode. And you didn't love it? No. Yeah. Not into it. I don't. Never mind. Just say it. I don't watch comedies. You watch Barry. That we, is like a
1: dark, dark comedy. Ted Lasso. We stopped. We don't. We didn't even finish it.
0: I can't think of anything else.
1: I just don't. We started one episode of Abbott Elementary. Not interested. Oh, that's cute. I yeah. watched the first one. Not Yeah, so did we. Yeah. Patrick Patrick's like, you want to watch the second one? No. It was only 15 minutes. I was like, yeah. I'm not interested.
0: A, sp- a sitcom on network TV, literally, it's like you you could literally pee and it would be over. <laughs> like, it is. they are so <laughs> quick. Yeah, it's I wasn't quick. interested. Okay, fine. Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is Licorice Pizza, starring Alana Heim and Cooper Hoffman, which is Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. And Alana Heim. And Alana Heim from the band Heim. Heim. And her sisters and her parents are in the movie. And Bradley Cooper. Yeah, there's a lot of other people. It's like a cameo buffet. Bradley Cooper. Sean Penn. Sean Penn. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just waiting for you to name them. <laughs> um, Leonardo DiCaprio's dad. Leonardo DiCaprio's father. Um, the woman from Desperate that's Maya Rudolph. Yeah. The woman from Desperate She was one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah, that was funny. Um, Licorice Pizza is about two young people that get, that introduced, she works for the company that takes yearbook photos. The boy is at the school getting his picture taken. He's an actor in L.A. in the 70s. And so it's sort of about L.A. in the 70s. It's about the business in the 70s. And sort of like they're at this weird crossroads of like he's young and wants to be an adult. And she's young in a different way. But it's that cross of like being a young person and being an adult. Right. And their love story. Yeah. And friendship story. Yeah. it's not really a love story like uh, I thought in the commercial I thought they were gonna be like together the whole time they're really not together for most no, of the no it's movie. like platonic the whole time with yeah. like sexual tension exactly um, and it's Paul Thomas Anderson who did The no. Master what else Boogie Nights what else oh, this is so not my game tell me another one there Will Be Blood. There Will Be Blood, which is so good. Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love. Phantom Thread. Magnolia. Magnolia.
1: <laughs> but this is definitely not like those movies. No.
0: This is very like, it in a different world, it would have started Joseph Gordon-Levitt and like De Deschanel. That's the box I've been in, like, 500 Days of Summer. Mm. That, like, quirky, mm. hipstery kind of... Not at all.
1: i don't
0: think it's really nothing like that it's just like a coming of age movie yes it's very funny i thought it was very enjoyable way too long yeah and there were you know where they fluffed things up is when they had movie stars Mm. the sean Penn chunk which you went to the restroom which is a good call Mm. that you know, in my mind, I was like, I should have got a drink because this would have been the perfect time to go get a refill. Mm-hmm. That part, I was like, I get it. Y'all got Sean Penn for like two days, mm-hmm. but like, this is an unnecessary chunk of the movie. Yeah. Because they already sort of did that same storyline before and later. Oh. That moment where we had like an aside with the characters. Yeah. Um, to be such a long movie and to be, go over such a long period of time, they really do get deep into certain moments, which I liked. Yes. Yes. Um, they take their time, which is a positive. They just took their time too many times. Yeah.
1: But I definitely went through waves. I was like, I love it. I don't like this. I love it. I don't like this. And then I loved it.
0: Yeah. I think all the acting is great. I think all the storytelling is great. The I thought it felt so like real. Yeah. The 70s time period yeah. felt like... And I know, of course, they have a budget to make everything feel real. But like, even some stuff, like American Hustle, felt mm. like... 2014 or whatever year that came out, version of the 70s. It was like costume. It was exactly. This didn't feel like that. It felt like everything felt really real. Yeah, which is a big thing in that kind of movie. Yeah. Um, she's supposed to be 25. The boy is 15. Yeah. Which we had a debate in the car, and I mean, not a debate, but like a discussion in the car. it really that I thought was just unnecessary I can see why people there's been some people that don't like it because of that but it didn't feel predatory no which is what some people's debate is um but I still just thought like she doesn't need to be like she could have been 19 And it would have been the exact same movie, the exact same story. And you still think people would have said, or you don't think people would have said that this was. I think they would have had less of a case. Because people who are 19 do date people who are 15. They should have. They shouldn't, but I'm saying that's more a real. Yeah. 25 and 15. Think of where you were at 15. If you were dating a 25 year old, I would have been like, ooh. Yeah. And then think if you were a 25 year old, your friends and family would have been like, you need help. But they also weren't dating. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm saying. They kissed at the end of the movie and they're
1: like, okay, this is cute.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't feel predatory in any way. It's not sexualized in any way. It's not that kind of story. But it just, I was sort of, it just, I, I did keep thinking like 25. I really just did not think about it. Yeah. Did you not think about that in Calling By Your Name? What's the difference? Well, he was a little bit older. And he's younger. And he's younger. Yeah, I agree. And I agreed with that argument as well. It's the well. same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah.
1: Nobody was up in arms about that. Or they were for like five seconds. This has just blown up in some other weird way. Yeah. It was not at all sexual, this relationship. Yeah, exactly. Like zero. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was a boy that had a crush on a girl.
0: Yeah. And even the crush, most of the time, was very like apple pie, wholesome kind, which made sense for the movie. Right. It was sort of like the Wonder Years. That's the vibe it was. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but it was like similar. But I lo- I really enjoyed the movie. It was, and I hope, and she's getting nominated for a lot of stuff, which I can definitely see. She was great Yeah, in the she movie. deserves it, for sure. And I loved the stuff with her and her family. Yeah. It was How great. fun. Yeah, it was fantastic. Also, what was the movie with Robert Pattinson that had the mayor in it? The guy who was the mayor in this movie. Good time. Good time. What a great movie that was. Yeah. I think about that movie a lot yeah. in my mind, which says yeah. not good. But... but I'm sure you haven't seen it since we saw it. I I haven't. <laughs> have you? Mm, once or twice. But you have it on the TV? Yeah. I don't <laughs> sorry. Um next we're gonna talk about being the Ricardo, starring Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem. It's about the stuff. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes. I know. It's about Lucille Ball, Ricky, no, Desi Arnaz, not Ricky Ricardo. Desi Arnaz, Darren, I Love Lucy, in the second season when Lucy is accused of being a Nazi. Not a Nazi. A communist. A communist. (laughs) I literally can't look at you. I cannot look at you.
1: Not a
0: Nazi, a communist. I can't look at you. Um, and also other things happen, and I, I've, it's, sorry, it's a genuine slip. Um, other things happen, like, she's pregnant, it talks about sort of the stuff she's having to fight for as a woman on television, her interactions with her co-stars.
1: Her movie career.
0: Her movie career. It does give, like, a little bit of a, you know, backstory to their relationship and her career and all that. It was made for you. It is the definition of, like, an Oscar-bait film. That is not great. Yeah. I mean, let me be real. The makeup in her face, the prosthetics they used, which a lot of times I think were just, they redid her eyebrows. There was
1: something in the, she almost looked like Jessica Rabbit. Like, there was something so swollen-looking. Looking. Yes. I feel bad saying that because Nicole Quinn is beautiful. Yeah.
0: But it's not her. I mean, it's there's a ton of prosthetic and makeup on her I don't face. think she looked like Lucille Ball at all. I think from far away... I can see, it's not that she looks like Lucy. I can see what they were going for, though. Just like on the poster, if mm. you look at it, she looks crazy. Mm. But like if you look at it, she does kind of look like Lucy. It's like the voice. Mm. I found it off putting sometimes, but like if you listen to it, she did kind of sound like Lucy. I get what she was going for. Mm. And it's the best American accent I think she's ever done. She stayed in it the whole time, which for Nicole Kidman, I think is a big step. Mm um if you like lucy hit like television history that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. it's fun just for that i thought the performances were great for what they were javier bardem was very miscast as desi (laughs) he was he was too old Mm -hmm. no it's just not saying he's too old as a human i'm just saying to play desi up against nicole kidman as lucy he was far too old and the flashbacks Javier Bardem is not a young man. Mm-mm. And no matter what filter or glow you put on him, he's not, a, I just didn't understand. I was like, I got why they picked him because he's a good A-list awards candidate next to Nicole. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously Javier Bardem, who's amazing, but it just, he didn't, he's nothing like Desi. He didn't really seem to be trying to be like Desi. No. And Nicole Kidman and was like batting, 400 for better or worse. Like she was really going for like I'm going to be Lucy in this. Yeah. It's tough on both sides because Lucy is such a well-known figure. Like mm-hmm. it's just like with Diana. Mhm. Like Lucy, we know Lucy. We know her story, we know her face, we know her laugh. We know how she acted in all of those scenes they were portraying. Right. And, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's okay. We also know Nicole Kidman so well. I mean, she's daggum introduced the movie at the theater. Yeah. So it's it's just hard to put all of that aside for the two hours. Here's what I think I told you. I don't know if I told you.
1: If we had seen this in theaters, I would have left. I'm not sitting through this in a movie theater. Yeah. I really, it was insufferable at parts for me.
0: Yeah i see, I understand I did not think you would like it, but I thought either it would you would be like, This is pretty good, mm-hmm. or you hated it,
1: yeah, but I didn't i was I'm right in the
0: middle, yeah, I didn't hate it, but I just thought it was not good it's a it reminds me of so many movies like The Queen or like the Iron Lady mm-hmm. or movies where they sort of built a movie around trying to get someone an Oscar mm-hmm. um, and in both of those scenarios it worked, and in both of those scenarios <laughs> it worked,
1: and those movies are better made than this one. Aaron Sorkin, to me, is not a good director.
0: Yeah, he's definitely a specific style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I did enjoy it, though, for what it was. I don't know if I need to watch it again. I also had to watch it more than once, which I think was not prime. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because my mom hadn't seen it, so we watched there. My dad wanted to see it. Luckily, he fell asleep 10 minutes in, so I could turn it off. Um, But, like, I, I definitely saw it. There you go. And good for, I do give Nicole Kidman credit for, for trying something that is very, that is a tough shoe to fill. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to be Kate Blanchett. I kept thinking, I wonder how she would have been in this. Yeah, I don't know. We'll never know. We will never know. Uh, finally, we're going to talk about, I already forgot about what it was. Landscapers? Landscape. We can go to Landscapers. Landscapers starring Olivia Coleman of The Lost Daughter. Olivia Coleman and the gentleman from Harry Potter, David Thulis. David Thulis. There's not really
1: much to say other than nobody's talking about this show and everybody should be talking it's about it. It's on this HBO show.
0: Max, which HBO Max, most of their original
1: content. But it was also on HBO okay so you're wrong
0: i can't remember who i was talking about the other day well i watched it from the vantage point of hbo max so for me i am correct i was wrong about the nazi comment i'm correct about this um but
1: you just said that it was an hbo max original content
0: show okay you is an hbo original that you can also view on hbo max correct but Sex and the City is an HBO Max original only. They don't show it on HBO. No. Do you think that they're watering down, not with Sex and the City, but with other things, the HBO brand? No. With HBO Max? Nope. Like, F-Boy Island is on HBO Max. Yeah, who cares? Or the Christmas dating show. Who cares? Yeah. They
1: got a brand shout something. Netflix did it. Netflix does it. They have a million other terrible shows.
0: Yeah, that's true. Okay, um, Landscapers uh, is about can you do it? You're so much better at this.
1: Landscapers is about like a middle aged couple in the UK who is accused of killing an elderly couple that ends up being Olivia Coleman's parents, and they flee to uh, France and live there for like 15 years. And the husband finally admits to this crime, and it's all about their case.
0: Yeah. Was that good? That was very good. It's only a couple of episodes. Four. They're all available to stream yes. or to watch and repeats on HBO. Yes. Um and it's fantastic.
1: It's just so interesting. The way they made it is so fascinating. Yeah. It's very creative. and It's very, very well acted.
0: Yeah. It's amazing. Olivia Coleman even in movies where the movie's just okay. She's like pretty much 10 for 10. Mm-hmm. Like everything I see her in, I'm like, wow. Yeah. But where did she come from? And I know I've said this before. Like she was at, on UK shows. Yeah. But like what changed? She got in the favorite? Yeah. And then Fleabag just sort of blew up at the same time. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Um, also, she's in The Lost Daughter, which we're going to talk about as well. Starring her. Dakota Johnson. That's it. Other people you're going to recognize. Ed Harris. Ed Harris. S- Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. The gentleman who played Prince Charles in Spencer. Yeah. And what's the girl's name that I'm forgetting? Blinking on. From Judy and Wild Rose and... Jesse Buckley. Jesse Buckley. Who's a star. It is about a woman who goes on vacation, who goes on a holiday, and sort of deals with these things in her mind versus this other family that's on vacation at the same time as her so she's sort of watching them exist and processing some trauma she has in her life as well at the same time specifically as a mother specifically as a mother that's good um again olivia coleman i thought the movie was just okay
1: boring
0: Again, way too long for what, like you said, is very thin, a very thin plot. And they really stretched. It's about a doll that goes missing. Yes. And it, had it not been Olivia Coleman, it wouldn't have been enough to fill the movie. But no. because she is so good and watchable, yes. I didn't mind it. And I do think it's a great first film for Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's amazing. She directed and it. That, and she wrote it. Wow. In that sense, it is amazing, and she would have been great in it. Yeah, what? Where is Maggie Gyllenhaal as an actress? No, she was just in something last year that didn't end up being nominated. And okay. She's also in that, or she was in that show, The Deuce. Oh, I can't watch that. That's not for me. I don't think <laughs> stuff like that. It's like Boardwalk Empire. It's like it's, that's an area of HBO I just can't like quite get to. <laughs> um Dakota Johnson was great in this. Mm-hmm like all the acting was great it just there wasn't a ton it was very much like an emotional journey kind of movie sort of like a dark eat pray love (laughs) (laughs) also Paul Neskow is on it yeah he's really good what was that show he was on
1: Normal People I love that that was the
0: first thing he ever did that was really good I didn't watch it it's not for you I don't think it's definitely not for Annette
1: yeah but how is it not for me but not for you or it is for you if it isn't for that which makes me think there's a lot of sex there is a lot of sex so you're saying that that's for you
0: well I'm saying the sex is about me. like Parker we watch I keep trying to tell him you should watch Sex and the City he Mm. watches everything and I know everybody lies and they're like that's not for me and that this isn't directed at you but Parker it is directed at you he lies and is like oh my poor eyes like mm. this is too graphic mm. for me sex in the city he won't get into because he says it's too graphic And i try to tell him it's like a rom-com mm. so like if you can look at breasts no disrespect to them like it's not that much more vulgar than that the sex <laughs> scenes are like two seconds long That's it's true. it's you know what i mean it was the 90s um and he's like oh i can't watch this but i'm like you watch everything you go see movies all the time like we watched Leprechaun and all those when I was like five where there's always a girl in the shower Mm. like you know what I mean I don't know that just does not bother me and Lena my mom was talking about this too Mm. (laughs) Lena really changed the world oh yeah I mean her climbing in that bunk bed naked it's like once you've seen that you've basically seen anything that there's to be seen on TV. you can't be shocked yeah yeah so, like, I mean, I mean, we were shocked in um, Station 11 this lap, last
1: episode. They have a full birth sequence where you see everything. <gasps> now, that is shocking. That was shocking
0: TV. Yeah. That is sort of shocking. <laughs> the Lost Daughter, not to be watched on the plane. That was a mistake. I think so too. But I only downloaded one thing. So, what did you watch the rest of the time? I went on the uh, American Airlines and watched Dear Evan Hansen, and I watched Selena. Which was so good. Jennifer Lopez is so good in that movie. I love Selena. I've seen it so many times. Oh it is my still... God. On the way there, I watched My Best Friend's Wedding. Wow. Which you've probably never seen. you see My Best Friend's Wedding? I don't even know what that is. Oh, my God. Okay, next, we are going to go to our question of the week, which comes from Elisa. I hope I'm saying that correct. E-L-I-S-A. She asked, what was the best and worst things that we watched this year? Best and worst, I will just say movie, that we watched this year. My favorite movie of the year, Mm -hmm.
1: even though I did my top Mm ten, and that was in no order. My favorite movie of the year is Come On, Come On. It was so good. Um, Followed by a slew of other really incredible movies that I posted on my Instagram. Titan. Uh power of the dog yeah there was a lot of good movies there, there always is
0: there really were more I had more good times in the theater this year than bad times yeah I think my favorite movie I watched this year which probably technically was of the year before which was The Father Mm. that movie really shocked me and like was definitely better than I expected it to be and just like everything about it I was like this is a film that was the first movie we saw back in theaters yeah Uh, yeah Yeah, we wore face shields and we were like we're never doing this again yeah (laughs) that didn't last long (laughs) but what a good movie to start with oh yeah I loved that movie that's great my least favorite movie that we saw the whole year Old Old was definitely up
1: there there was somebody on TikTok who was trying to say that that was a good movie no it's not and then he was saying Antlers was bad I said okay you really don't know what you're talking about yeah so we don't agree with you no
0: Antlers was so fun
1: yeah Old um, was awful was really insufferable didn't I leave during a movie this year I'm sure there was many of times
0: <laughs> I thought y'all were leaving me last night oh yeah because Patrick got up and then five seconds later and he took all his stuff with him mm. like he grabbed his phone and whatever was in the mm. cup holder, and I was like are they leaving <laughs> but I was like I'm right here just whisper to me and then you went up to pee or, and I was like and then I saw your bag was still there so I was like oh I guess he's coming back yeah
1: the other movie that I think was so overrated in my opinion was Mass I cannot stop thinking about how terrible that was to me everybody loves that I was like I just found it so cringeworthy and forced yeah I did enjoy that movie
0: not me that's okay okay thank you so much for your question if you have a question you can email us at let's chat with curry at com. Patrick says Lamb and the Eternals I didn't see Lamb I, Eternals was not good but I don't know if it was the worst movie I saw the whole year no I don't think so. Either. I enjoyed it for one time. Yeah. Actually, I didn't. But maybe Patrick as a Marvel lover. Now that's, and that's a larger opinion. Yeah. Okay, wait. Do you think Spider-Man should be pitching itself for Best Picture? You're asking the wrong person. That but, to me, I'm like, I get it. And the thing is, once Black Panther was nominated for everything, I guess they do have more grounds to be pushing stuff into Oscars. But I, I didn't leave the movie thinking like, disney's awards remember they were supposed to do that like the most popular film oscar that's what that should be yeah and i think that should still exist in a different way yeah maybe um now it's time for our songs of the week mine is love and
1: adoration by madison ryan ward so good Your sorrow, you're an angel that I see. Morning, like the water, come and get a drink. Some would call it foolish, but the freedom's hard to be. Life, you celebrate it now, fall in love with a dream. Joy, I see. Waiting for you, baby Follow what you need to find Honor in your mind Revel in the glory Follow what you need to bring Fire to your light Light it up and let it burn. Desire in the sky I see, yeah, is for you,
0: baby, yeah. she's amazing that her voice yeah. is like it's very yabba it is very it, it's giving Yebba.
1: <laughs> but not pretending like she's a celebrity yeah,
0: exactly. Like you but must. what like how did Evergreen blow up that first day? They must have like paid people. Everything's fake. I mean it was on the Kardashians Instagram. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I laugh all the time thinking about her promoting Olivia. And her daughter was like, You don't like, you don't listen to this. She was like, We listen to it every day. She was like, No, you don't. <laughs> <So> everything's fake. <laughs> Um my song of the week is Circles Around This Town by Marin Morris. We're done with the Christmas music. I was telling Patrick in line last night. My dad was like, I think it's enough. (laughs) I only listened to it for like three days while I was home. Mm -hmm. He was over it. Mm -hmm. So rude. Um, Okay, wait. Are you ready for my fun fact of the week? Yeah. Did you know that Lucille Ball is the reason that we have Star Trek? Yes. (laughs) You knew that? I only learned it while I was investigating because
1: Desi Lee produced it. Desi yeah. Lee
0: produced it. They pitched the show, it got passed on. Yeah. And Lucille Ball paid to reshoot the pilot like out of her personal money. Yeah. And we have Star Trek. That's amazing. But like Lucille Ball, comedian from the Lucy from I Love Lucy and the Lucy show, Lucy show is the reason we have Star Trek. <laughs> I think that's mind-blowing. It is pretty amazing.
1: The other thing I thought was fascinating was that Desilu Studios turned into Paramount Television. Right.
0: That's even that's even crazier. But if you look at their, like, catalog when they were Desilu, a lot of those shows weren't, like, it said they were huge at the time, but, like, I, I didn't know I don't know most of those yeah she was definitely a businesswoman. oh yeah she definitely totally. and when you do the Paramount tour mm. they show you like where all their offices were mm. and everything and one of the entrances is bricked up because when they were fighting she bricked up the entrance to his dressing room and it's like that so and they weird. left it of course because they want to show it forever she was nuts that movie made her seem nuts I want to do the Paramount tour you'd pay for it if you want to I'll do anything You tell if you said let's that's jump out that's not true What have you asked me to do that I've said no? Concerts. That is not true. Tell me something. Bonnie there. You didn't ask me to go. You bought the ticket and said, I'm going to this. If you had really... (laughs) I would have gone. (laughs) Anything else you want to say? Anything you're looking forward to in the coming week? Scream. Scream. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm trying to lower my expectations a little bit. Did you like the fourth one? Loved. The fourth one, I think that's like a perfect bar. If it can meet the fourth one, I'll be thrilled. And I think it can. Because like ultimately, that was not like the greatest movie ever made. Yeah, They just said to avoid any spoilers, you can. <gasps> Which we're seeing on Thursday. So I mean, how much could be spoiled? That's true. You could probably get everything spoiled. Oh, yeah. Don't do it. I'm not. We hope you have a great week. Thanks for coming back with us 2022. Stay safe. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, then hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Follow us on Instagram at at Curry Terrell and at Adrian McMill. Follow us on Twitter at at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian McMill. And like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.